Welcome back to the Squib Kick. We're here for a special edition playoff podcast. Uh, we're mixing it up pretty good this evening. Um, Sebs and Drew both could not make it, unfortunately. Uh, very difficult scheduling around the holidays. Um, happy Hanukkah, Happy Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate. I'm here with Mason Blank and Jake Elser. Um, so we've got three of the four playoff teams here. Jake here has had probably the most impressive fantasy season we've seen in a while, sitting at, what is it, 13 1 and 1? Yes, sir. 13 1 and 1. Uh, this kid hasn't gone under 100 points in any games of the season. He has the number one and two running backs. He has the number two and three wide receiver. That's just ridiculous. Hey, um, don't forget, number one kicker, too. Who's the number one kicker? Daniel Carson. Okay. Son of a bitch. Uh, now we've got Mason sitting here. Uh, both his wide receivers average over 20 points a game. Justin Jefferson is the number one wide receiver in the league, right? Correct. Uh, and then his flex, Jalen Waddle, another wide receiver, is also in top 10. top 10. He has three top 10 wide receivers, Waddle averaging a nice 15.4 per game. Um, a little bit more boomer bust with him, but that's what you want out of a flex, um, especially in the playoffs. And Mason also has arguably the best free agent slash waiver wire pickup of the season in Justin Fields. Um, now, I think what Fields has added to Mason's team goes beyond just how much he scores. It gave him so much trade leverage because right. he could ship Burrow out. Exactly. And what did you get for Burrow? I got Amari Cooper. Essentially, I got Amari Cooper. And that, some other pieces. And some other pieces, sense. which eventually turned into Alvin Kamara, which, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, but I mean, getting that out of a free agent pickup? Come right, on. exactly. Come on. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to move in. Uh, we're going to start by talking about the toilet bowl. Uh, we're just going to each give a brief summary of how we think – not necessarily just this week, but how it's going to play out as a whole, who we think is going to win the toilet bowl, who might lose the toilet bowl. Um, so, Jake, do you want to kick that off? Do you have any thoughts for us? So are we going matchup by matchup? Or? Um, I was going to, for me, I was going to do, I was going to kind of rank them and give a little bit about why I thought they would end up at the rank they are. But you can do it however right. you want. Well, <clears throat> I see... Jack making it all the way. I think he's going to win the toilet bowl. It's going to be a close one. Everybody's kind of the same. I also see Jordan making it. I think he's going to play second. And then I see uh, between Cardwell and Fink. I, I honestly think Fink's going to take this. I think Cardwell's team fell off. Fink's been heating up. Yeah, he, Fink's going to take third in my opinion. I mean, he had two straight wins and then against me in the last week of the season. He still put up a pretty good number there. I'm going to go with Cardwell against Fink. I'm sorry, Fink, but I, I like Ramondre and Joe Mixon, and I still think T. Higgins could eat this weekend with a lot of tension on Jamar Chase. Um, I think Ben's going to be in the top three. I think I'm actually going to take Cam as well because I like Ken Walker and who's his other running back? Dalvin Cook. And I like Ken Walker and Dalvin Cook over Jack's running backs right now. Um any injury concern there for Kenneth Walker? He's, I mean, Pete he Carroll healthy said he, last week. But Pete Carroll he, said he's in line to play, and I think he could have a big week against KC. They, KC has 
proven they can't stop anything. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I also like Jordan to beat Sebs this week. For my winner, man, this is tough. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to pick. I like Ben. I, I, I like his matchups going into the second round. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I think it's going to be really close. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, looking through these toilet bowl matchups, I absolutely thought it was close. Tough time picking them. Um, I'm going to start from bottom and go up to top. Uh, oh, boy. At the bottom, I have Fink. Sorry, Fink. But uh, he's been extraordinary unluck- extraordinarily unlucky on top of relatively bad. Um, sorry, Fink. I, I feel bad shitting on his team week after week, but... but I mean. Sheesh. He leaves me with little options. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I think, is going to end up at fifth place in this toilet bowl. His team isn't nearly as bad as his record shows. Would no, you guys agree? I would agree with that. Like, so why do you have him at fifth place then? Um, now, this obviously isn't rational thinking. It's not logical, but he's just been unlucky. Yeah, and I think a bad luck streak could continue. Hey, he does um, have Josh Allen. Josh Allen slumping in the in a bunch of weeks before this past one. That's true. Um, you could also argue he's due. He's got. Yeah. I mean, last but, week he scored what forty five in our league. Yes, he's yeah. got some guys that can put up some serious points. It's Sanders just a little is in there too. I think yeah. Sanders is going to get a lot of work this week with Gardner Minshew in oh, there. Absolutely. So I think yeah. that helps Jordan a lot. Unless they're um, stacking the box, it could. I don't think it matters. I think the Eagles. Uh, you think the volume? I think will the be Eagles. Here. I think the Eagles' O line and their run pass option run game is just too good. Okay. I I don't see that being a problem. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and even his receivers. I mean, Godwin had a really good game last week. He's got some players that can really put up some points. It's just been a little bit inconsistent for Jordan. Yeah. I think if he can put a full game together, I think he gets into the top three easily. I, I'd love to see Miles Sanders make Michael Parsons his bitch. I would too. Because I think a lot of people would. I, I'm not. I, I was a big fan of Michael Parsons even after he went to the Cowboys. Just him being a Penn State boy, he's lost he's kinda, it. He's, I am not a Michael Parsons fan no, anymore. Yeah, he's kind of a. I know he listens. I know you're listening. Fuck <clears> you, Micah. Yeah. Um, don't be a fan of our podcast anymore. I actually do know somebody who knew Micah Parsons. He went to high school. Around him, uh-huh. might not have been the best guy. No, he was an asshole. He got That's kicked out of high school. He got kicked out of school for I fighting too much. I heard he was a dick. Much. Yeah, I yeah, he was he's an asshole. Um, now, another reason I have Jordan in the bottom three isn't necessarily because I think he's going to be a bottom three scorer, but I think he's. I think Seb is just going to manage to pull off that round one win. Even is, with even with uh, Trace McSorley throwing to Hopkins. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, um, you saw what happened last week. They looked atrocious. Yeah, Trace McSorley sucks. There. He fucking sucks, dude. Now, the the top team I have in that bottom pool there is going to be Jack. Um, I agree. I think Jack might be the third best team in the toilet bowl here. Um, but he is... Uh, playing Cam in the first round, and I think Cam might be the best in this toilet bowl. Yeah. Um, so I think he's just going to have some shit luck with that draw and lose to Cam, but then 
do very well in the loser's pool there when it's the three-team thing going on. Now, Sebs, I think, will somehow manage to just barely win his first round. Um, but in the second round pool, when it's just score totals, I think he might get exposed. Yeah, he should. He's been His team's been waiting to get exposed for a long time, and it's just... Hey, man, he put up, what, like 160 on me in one week? Yeah. Man. Dude, how... winning record, 8-7. and seven. Crazy. Unreal. Uh, at second place, I have Ben winning his first round matchup against Fink. Uh, I see Mixon being due. Diggs is still lethal, despite the past two weeks being down. And, like, I mean, Ben's suffered some unreal injuries, but oh, yeah. his team's still good. His team is yeah, still he good. He still has T. Higgins. I, 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 still, I think a lot of attention is going to be on Jamar Chase from New England. And this is what you saw at the end of last season. Like, mm-hmm. towards the end of the season, Higgins started picking it up. His team's dialed in on Chase. Yep. I, I think Higgins will be fine this week. And then Cam... Cheers to you. I have you winning the toilet bowl. With all this said, my picks throughout the podcast have been terrible. <laughs> terrible. So let's see Fink win the toilet bowl and Cam coming last. Uh, I don't know. That's not going to happen. Um, now, do you guys have any more thoughts on those toilet bowl matchups before we move into. Now, who, who'd you say? Where'd you say Jack would place? I have Jack at fourth. At fourth, all right. I think he should be top three, but I think just the way it's going to work out is he'll end up at four. Yeah. I just see his team. I see pretty consistent. Yeah. He's going to put up numbers. I I'm think little, everybody in this toilet bowls. I'm a little bit worried about Mike Evans, man. Mike he's, Evans has been rough this he's year. finally showing some signs of aging or something. I don't uh, know what it man, is. Man, he, he just he's forgot what, what the end zone smells like. Yeah. He hasn't been in the end zone since, uh, I forget what it is, like week six, something like that. Don't quote me on is that. It it, really let, me, that let, me, let me find out for now, you. Hold do on. you guys think he'll turn into like a Julio pickup when you're drafting, like next year and in the coming years? I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I think he'll still go. I think he'll be a solid wide receiver three next year. I wouldn't take him as my wide receiver too. I think we also got to see what happens with Brady. That's also you could very point. well see Brady hang it up after this season. I saw a stat about the Buccaneers about their last game. It was Brady was about I think it was eight for eleven on play action passes, which resulted in I think five first downs or something like that. And in the second half, they only ran play action three times. So if they could just figure out they need to run play action more that offense might you know get a little bit better because when yeah. brady's at his best they run play action right but for that leonard fournette has to get going and rashad white has to get going as well right so right. we'll see about we'll see what happens there but i'm a little bit worried about mike evans let me see if i can find out to be honest next year in the draft i probably shouldn't be saying <clears> this <throat> i'm not touching mike evans i wasn't going to touch mike evans this year going into it I didn't really. He was he was one of those players that I had one year and I hated it. So he's kind of on my ETN limping off. Uh oh. Oh, that's big as we get into our playoff matchups. Uh oh, Drew. Yeah, we're recording this at the time of the game. Four minutes left in the first quarter. Okay. Mike Evans' last touchdown was week four. That was his last touchdown. Yikes. Week four. And that in his last 100-yard game was week eight. And he's only had two of those this year. 
That's rough. Uh, yeah, I, I think a big problem for him is he, he gets targets, but he's not he's not completing. I don't know if that's on Brady or if that's on his route running. I and think Brady's just trying to force it to him. I think that whole offense is kind of a mess right now. I, I didn't they lose their center like right at the beginning of the year. I think I think Ryan Jensen got hurt right at the beginning of the year. Uh, I don't. That offense is just kind of how to I putrid right now. I don't know how other way to say it. Yeah, I mean, no, it's a fair take. It's just not I clicking. Agree. Nothing's clicking over there. I mean, they had, Brady was undefeated with a seventeen-point lead until last week. Really? And, yep. He, they turned the ball over four times in a row, and Got the it. Bengals had four drives starting in Buccaneer territory last week. That's how they won. I just love to see Brady lose. It's great. I love he's it. Finally, he showing that he's old. <laughs> He does get he mad. Gets Dude, mad. He takes it out on his teammates, too. I don't fuck with that. I, I hear both sides of it. I hear people going, he's just trying to get his teammates in the right headspace, but I, I feel like that's not how you're a leader. That's not how you lead a team. No. We're kind of going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on to our matchups, our playoff matchups. Do you guys have a preference which one we discuss first? I do not. I do not. Okay. We can start with... Me and Drew first, just since Drew isn't here. I feel yeah. like yours will be a little bit more exciting to discuss, so we'll save it for last. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Let's see what happens with ETN here. But oh. I will let you guys open up the discussion. I don't want to start I haven't talking really, about my own matchup. I haven't really looked at this too much, so I'm going to do that right now, Jake, if you want to go ahead. Now, I see, I see you winning. I see Jeff just taking this on. Drew, your team this week... I mean, it's got potential. It definitely does. You need Derrick Henry to to do well. You need McCaffrey to do well. It looks like I'm gonna interrupt. He looks like ETN is back. Yeah, it was just a little his elbow looked a little banged up, but got nothing to keep him out. We're seeing Drew kind of struggling in the quarterback position. Hurts being out this week looks like he's gonna be playing Minshew, which could go either way. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it could be Kirk Cousins, too. It could be Kirk Cousins against the Giants. Man, he's got some options there. Yeah. There's a chance he I could... I see Minshew being the better play, but <sighs> it's going to be a toss-up either way. I don't know. The problem with Hurts going down for Joe is that's we don't really know how that's going to affect A.J. Brown and the pass volume of, for the Eagles. So that could be a concern. Cole Komet, man, I... I I don't know what to think about the Bears passing game, to be honest. It's kind of... seems like it's a little bit big play dependent, the Bears passing game. A lot of the Bears offense just goes through rushing, rushing with Justin Fields and Montgomery and those other backs. Cole Komet could maybe find the end zone, but I don't like that. Travis Kelsey is going to just, you know, wipe the floor with Cole Komet, obviously. Where I have a concern for Jeff is... Pittman, Zay Jones, and Darius Slayton this week. Darius Slayton I like against Minnesota. The Minnesota defense is atrocious. They give up, I think they've given up like, what, 400 yards of offense the past like three weeks or something like that. Something. It, it's not good. Yeah, something not good. Um, Pittman, uh, you, you'd like to think the matchup would be good, but they're starting Nick Foles, so. You never know what you're going to you get. You never know what you're going to get out of Nick Foles unless he plays for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, 
Chubb's been struggling recently, but I still like him this week against New Orleans. It's going to be cold as shit. They're going to be running the ball a lot. I like Chubb this week. See, my thing with Chubb is just Sean Watson's been bad for that offense. You think? In well, or at least bad for Chubb. I guess that, I, I, that's the dimension of their offense. I watch most heavily. I don't but, think he's been good or bad for that. I think it's been kind of the same. But for Chubb, it's certainly for Chubb. Hasn't. When did when did he come in? So he came in like what two, three weeks, three weeks ago. ago? Yeah. Maybe because Deshaun Watson runs the ball a or little maybe, bit more. Maybe it was two weeks ago. I don't know. It's, it's the, the problem same week with, that Fields was on by, I believe. The problem with Chubb is he doesn't get enough targets in the receiving game. But that wasn't a problem all season until yeah. these past three weeks. I don't know. Um, I, I, he's got to start finding the end zone again. Like last yeah. week he put up 99 yards and finished with nine points. He's right. just got to find the end zone. Right. Um, and I think – even if it was more of just a psychological thing, I feel like that coaching staff was more inclined to run the ball more with Jacoby Brissett when it was Brissett. Like even if Brissett was doing right. fine, they just felt more comfortable running it when you have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in your backfield. That and makes sense. Brissett at your right. quarterback position. Right. So I, I think it was foolish for people to think that Deshaun Watson would come in there and just turn around that offense immediately. The yeah. dude hadn't played in 700 days. I remember talking about Amari Cooper with Jake. He was like, oh, Deshaun Watts is going to come in. That offense is going to just turn around. I'm like, yeah. I was also I trying so. to he was, he was trying to. He was trying to talk him up a little bit too, which everybody does, but I I wasn't biting. I, I didn't – I wasn't biting on that. I had I had both you on that, on the now, Cooper trade. where I will raise a red flag for you, Jeff, is Derrick Henry against Houston. Derrick Henry's been tearing it up. He's going to – He's going to have 200 yards this week against Houston. 200. Yep. He's going to have 200 rushing yards. Bro, you better hop on draft or, like, fantasy. Jesus, he, I can't fucking talk. He hop had, on FanDuel and put a bet on that if you're I so might. confident. He, he had, I think, the last four games against Houston, he's had over 200 rushing yards. Wow. Okay. I, I, don't quote me on that. But this kid's a stat machine. He, he had 219 and two touchdowns against him last time he played. He he always eats eats up against the Texans. He's gonna demolish them. Um, Don't love that. Yeah, I I would be very worried. Derrick Henry could single handedly win that week for Drew, assuming his quarterback position doesn't isn't the reason he loses. And McCaffrey against Washington could also be a big play as well. Yeah, because I mean, I mean with- Washington's defense they're not chumps. Chase Young is back this week. I don't know how that will affect them, but. It seems like with Brock Purdy, they're kind of leaning on McCaffrey. Yeah. So that could be an issue there. We'll see I, what happens. I could see, I could see honestly, Chase getting in the backfield quicker and forcing a lot more checkdowns to McCaffrey. Yeah. That, I'm, I don't know. It, that could happen. Um, I mean, the San Fran defense just speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, once Drew gets a quarterback in there, it'll be a little bit easier to judge. But I... I, I would you go Kirk or or Gardner, Jake? You Gardner. said Gardner? All the way. I think the game against Cowboys, it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. Yeah. It's gonna be a game. But I mean Kirk Cousins the last couple weeks. Both those offensive been... score. Kirk Cousins the last two weeks has gone over four hundred yards passing. Last week he had four hundred and sixty, as awful as they looked. That's that's a that's a lot of points. 33 and 44. 
But you see his down weeks. Uh, his his down weeks are atrocious. I hate Kirk Cousins. You can't. You cannot have a down week. No, you can't. From your quarterback playing against Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Absolutely no. not. Patrick Mahomes is going to wipe the floor with whoever Drew puts out there, I think. Unless Kirk Cousins event that, that somehow drops 50. Exactly. Which, you need to minimize the damage. Right. <clears throat> and I'm, scoring 15 points ain't going to do it. Nope. I'm not going to speak on this. I'm not trying to give Drew <laughs> advice when I'm playing him. Um, I will say either way. It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. Crap yeah. mm. I don't feel strongly either way, although I do have an opinion that I will be keeping to myself. <laughs> yeah. Kirk Cousins could either give you 50 or 10. You know. I'm not super confident this week. I feel like that Debo injury is it's hurting you. Impactful, especially yeah. with Darius Slayton at my flex now. Like you said, that could be a good play. but I, I like Slayton this week more than I like Zay Jones, actually. Because this Jets defense is tough. I got to imagine is. Sauce is, is going to be shadowing Zay Jones this week. Yeah. Unless they move him to the slot, which I don't I don't even know what number he is. Is he seven? Um, Zay Jones is number seven, yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But this Jets defense is tough. And I don't know. But I the Jags know. have been cooking. I feel like Lawrence has gotten into his groove. And when he's in his groove, he is a smart player. Yeah, and smart players open stuff up for their top guys. He's finally starting to look like that perennial talent that they drafted. Yeah, yeah. They I don't know what perennial means, but I agree. Generational. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Trevor Lawrence. I hope he does well. They just See, needed to get rid of Urban Meyer. Uh, yeah. I mean, hurting the Jacksonville strip club scene, but um, <laughs> it did. It did cost them some money. I don't know. I think me and Drew's matchup, obviously, like any of these playoff matchups, could go either way. Um, right. I think if Drew had Hurts, he, if he Drew win. had Hurts, that would be a huge difference. He would win. AJ Brown. AJ Brown and Hurts is a that's big hook. Tough man. because the Cowboys Diggs is nice, but their second corner is great. Think I don't Diggs even is overrated. Diggs is he's good. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's overrated. But because if but if Diggs is on AJ Brown all night, Devontae Smith is gonna be guy number one there. And I think AJ Brown's gonna get his. Uh oh. There goes ETN. Good stop. He'll probably punch it in. Yeah. Maybe. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna pick myself. Fuck it. I'm having some confidence. I'm picking myself. Um, I've come too far. I've waited too long. I will not be denied, Drew. What is this? Your first first year in the playoffs? Yes, sir. <laughs> At least in memory. Who knows if I made it? Like, I'm gonna be doing really when we were on way back on the auto draft years. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> you guys have any more thoughts on this matchup, or would you like to? I don't. I'm gonna make my pick. I. <sighs> Man, this is tough. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna lean Drew on this one. I, I like Derrick Henry against Houston way too much. Yeah, that does scare me. That should scare um, the shit out of you. Let's all watch. This is set up for ETN to punch it in. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Out, time out. Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Drew. I think Henry's gonna be the difference maker here. Doug Peterson but looks Saqu- like he's in a tizzy. Saquon could also go off against Minnesota. So he could. He had a big week last week. 
And dude, Chubb is projected sixteen. Yeah. I think that's a fair projection. Um I hope he hits it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chubb, I Chubb's think he's gonna do well or he's gonna score another ten points. Yeah. I'm, I, I think if he finds the end zone, that's huge for me as far as winning this game goes. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's that's basically your only question. Is Chubb going to do well? Because that's your I mean, like, big piece. Last week, by NFL standards, Chubb had a good game. 99 yards? Like, that's a good game. Oh, yeah. Just didn't catch any passes. Just didn't get that last three points for me by hitting 100 yards. The, the and, reason I bring up the receiving is because that the receiving aspect in a PPR league will elevate his floor. So he, yeah, right, he had 99 right. yards, but he only had nine points. Yeah. If he caught a couple passes in there, he'd probably have 13. I agree. And I knew he wasn't a pass catcher when yeah, I drafted him. Yeah, I mean, him. everybody knows that. I didn't draft him early either. Like, he he's can get stuffed at the one Still more one. than on par for where I drafted him. Yeah, right. I, eh, when did you get him? Uh, maybe third? the third, yeah. Third round? Yeah. And he is... He probably should have gone a little bit before that. He is running back, back He's running back six. six. Yeah. He should have gone before that. Well, but I don't know if he should have. Like, he's just having a better season than... Than we thought. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Pod. We're all watching. Uh, Get him. Oh, he's shut he's down. My one foot line. I mean, this this could be your week. This is, right this here. is a big. This is a big sequence. Here. Six yeah. points on the line right here. With all right, Pod. To get you get to listen to us live react to the Thursday night football game. Hey, you've uh, heard us watching mind. Thursday Someone's night. Hurt. Oh, you fat fuck! Get up. <laughs> You're trying to have a moment here. All right, we're gonna pause the pod. We're gonna come back when they're ready. To play this game. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Trojan Condoms. When you're not ready to get raw dogged in the toilet bowl, buy or match up a pack of rubbers. Alright, so we're back. Um, they got Scherf. It looks like Brandon Scherf was the guy that went down. You knew his first name? Yeah, he's on the he's on the skins. Impressive. Alright. Let's see. Does ETN punch this one in? Looks like they might give him another one. Oh, it's Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that's good. I think he crossed the plane. Yeah. They're giving him the touchdown. No, ETN touchdown. Eat a bag of dicks, Drew. Yeah. And choke on them. He had two runs inside the two-yard line and couldn't get in. Yeah. Burn see, him. that's just how you know you have a bad running back on your team. Yeah, that guy stinks. All right, now let's move on to the next matchup. This seems like a good moment, too. Yeah. Um, I could kick it off for you guys since you two are the please. involved parties. Yes, please. Um, at the quarterback matchup, going to take Burrow over Fields. Um, Fields, the past <coughs> three games he's played, hasn't been that 30-plus fields. He's still been good, don't get me wrong, um, but Burrow is the guy to take in this. Do you disagree? I don't necessarily disagree. I will say New England is a better defense than Buffalo. I, I think fields will have more more to work with against Buffalo and in a high more high-scoring game potentially. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow is also in a better <laughs> offense, better passing game. Yeah, he's got better, much better receivers. I mean, I don't even know who Fields' receivers are. Mooney, Mooney's out for the year. Oh yeah, that's right, dude. It's like Equinemius, St. Brown, and then like 
who else? That's the problem with Justin Fields. He has no nobody to throw the ball to. Um, so that, that's where I worry with him a little bit. Like if they get down and have to start throwing, yeah, and who's he going to throw to? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Buffalo's defense might not be as great, but Fields is better when he doesn't have to throw. Yeah, but they have been hanging around with really good teams. They hung around with the Eagles last week. Yeah, yeah, really well. Um, yeah, they've just been they've been in these games, but they've been losing them at the end, yeah. which is good for fantasy. But I mean, I just you don't wish, care about the Bears. I don't give a shit about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, moving on to the running backs, Jake. Jake's gonna clearly has this one backs. with the number one and two running backs in the league. Um, now Jake is saying he's considering benching Eckler. Um, now that you've said it, you'd no, be a pussy no. not to. <laughs> no, no, that's only if I'm winning in the Monday night game. All there will be left in our matchup is, is Eckler. Eckler. No need to play him if he somehow gets negative points, lose me the game, gets he's, hurt. He's just gonna bench him in case he in case he you know gets hurt. Bench him now and lose your fantasy password. You Ooh. won't. No you balls. Won't. Lose my fantasy password? Yeah, just let me change Log something. Out and, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not going to happen. Moving on to wide receivers. Got to give this. D- despite Jake having phenomenal wide receivers in Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, I like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson better. Justin Jefferson's my sweetheart. I miss him so How can you not? Much. Like, when I see him, I, I'm getting emotional right now i'm Justin, tearing up when i see him balling out like he's the it feels like watching your ex that you broke up with have a major glow up and you're mm-hmm. like fuck what have i done Justin what Jefferson, have i done i believe is averaging the most points out of any position player i believe is he I let's, let's so. test this he's averaging 24.1 what do you think kelsey's averaging uh 20 18 oh 20 Good, good looks. Okay, I bet. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, he's he's just been dominating recently. I, I see Jefferson outscoring Adams and Hill. I wouldn't say that, man. Okay, one of them, one of them's gonna have a game. One That's of them's gonna have a monster game. I agree. And you know, Tyreek Hill's monster monster games are monster. Yeah, Tyreek Hill could. Tyreek Hill obviously scares me. I mean, he gets like. It, it seems like every every time two drops back, he's throwing Tyree Kill. Both both of those guys get so many targets, and then they also have such a high potential to have that sixty yard touchdown. He is playing Green Bay though, and they are the fifth best against wide receivers. Yeah, it doesn't matter, dude. Tyree Kill is that guy. But I mean, Justin Jefferson week one dropped forty one on the Packers. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Last That's week, true. with receivers like that, it doesn't matter. The Indianapolis Colts were the pet top I defense against fantasy wide. You've seen you've seen Justin Jefferson get locked down before. Yeah, but Slay last week, lost last, him last week, down. last week he played the number one pass, de- or I guess in terms of fantasy points against wide receivers, yeah. he played the number one defense and he dropped thirty two. Okay, it it with those guys, it doesn't always matter, but it does sometimes. That's my take. Maybe if you have an individual corner like Darius Slay, who's going to shadow him. But yeah, even so, Tyreek Hill is going to get his. Justin Jefferson is going to get his. Jamar Chase is going to get his. Yeah, know. I guess those those stats are like fifth best against or fifth best against a wide receiver. It takes the average between both their corners. Like it's not right. just looking it's at not, the number one wide receiver. It's all wide yeah. receivers. Yeah. So 
Um, moving down, Schultz against Andrews. Um, Another Tulsa thing. Yeah, it, that, know, that one just depended on what Andrews. Does, I would like Schultz to... is going to be consistently average to eh. slightly above well, average. If, if Schultz gets in the end zone, he'll probably beat out Andrews. Yeah, but it's a bad matchup against the Eagles. Um, Andrews has a beautiful matchup against the Falcons, but I mean, now, man, who knows what man here's Tyler a, Huntley playing? Here's a crazy stat for you, and I know I brought it up to some of you guys before. Um, but I would like to just share it on the pod. The difference between tight end number oh. one and tight end number two, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, 200%. the difference between their points is larger than the difference between Mark Andrews and tight end 32. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And since I've read that stat, it might even be like tight end 30 higher because Mark Andrews has had some bad games here and is still the number two tight end. He has been very disappointing for me, I will say. But I, I still got to believe he adds upside to my team. He does add upside. Low floor, but upside. I mean, I, he could go out and have 40 points. We've seen him do that before. Yeah. But I, man, right and, now I'm just begging him to just give me double digits at this point. And I think right now that's what you want. That, right. Now, I, he needs to step up for me this week, that's for sure. Yeah. If I'm going to have a chance to win against Jake, he, Mark Andrews needs to be a difference maker for me. No, I'm not picking who I think is going to win yet, but if I do pick you, I'm going to say Mark Andrews is your key to victory. I, I'm, I'm, I I'm not picking yet. I don't yet. necessarily disagree with that. Moving on to Flex, Jalen Waddle and DK Metcalf. This is tough because Lockett's out. Um, I, yeah. With that in mind, I'm going to pick DK Metcalf against Kansas City. They're all, their defense is... We've already covered that. They're a sieve. They're garbage. Waddle... Again, against Green Bay. You have two guys against Green Bay. Oh, no, Jake has Hill. My fault, my fault. Yeah. Um, but I don't think both of them can have good games. One of them mm. will, one of them we've seen them. We've seen them both have very good games before. <laughs> I'm calling it against the Packers. Only one of them is going to have a good game. The other still may have a good, like, average game but like I mean, for a wide receiver, but not live up to their this, standard. This is going back a while, but I'm just going to throw this example out there. I think it was week two. Um... Waddle had 42, and I believe Tyreek Hill had, like, 45. But who were they playing? They were playing... Baltimore. Baltimore, which are... They're terrible. I'm saying against a decent Packers defense. Not both of them. I'm not saying they're going to have bad games. I'm just saying they're not the, both going to be... The thing about those two their is they average. can take any touch. They're so fast and so explosive. They can take any touch they get and, and just... Go ninety yards to the house. Yeah, either one of them. It, I mean, you saw last week Jalen Waddle had three catches, but he had like an eighty-yard touchdown. Right, right. It, it can take any anything to the house at any time. Yeah, but does re, does relying on those big plays scare you sometimes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't say it doesn't, but I mean, aside from a couple weeks where Tua looked really bad, and the two weeks that Tua turned into a vegetable. Um, Jalen Waddle has been in double digits every other week, so it's not like his floor has been crazy low the whole season. Recently, when Tua did not look very good, I think he completed like ten passes in each of those games. Mm -hmm. Not good at all. Right. Um, I think that concussion knocked something loose. <laughs> all the way back, 
I mean, that's when that's the other time Jalen Waddle had single digits games. Yeah. Because Tua got knocked out, and then they brought in their Teddy, and they were bad. And then the next game, Teddy got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. With all that in mind, my pick is in. My pick is Jake Elser. Yep. Let me burrow this win <laughs> with DK Metcalf being his key to victory. Yeah. I'm expecting big things, Jake. I, I mean, I'm going to pick myself. Got to have that confidence. Um, I think Justin Fields could be sneaky good this week. We'll see. Uh, Pacheco, my running backs need to show up this week. Um, Pacheco's got a really good matchup against Seattle. Alvin Kamara's got a really good matchup against Cleveland. Can Pacheco might want to have the world's tiniest violin ready for you. Uh, it's loaded up. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Alvin Kamara, if one of these two guys can get in the end zone, that would be huge for me. Kamara has only found the end zone in one game this year, which sounds ridiculous to say about Alvin Kamara. you got to think he's going to find the end zone at some point here. I mean... But uh, the Saints, man. Yeah. The Saints, man. I mean, do I need to say more? I don't think it's Alvin Kamara. I think it's his team. I agree. Uh, man, they're so bad. Good players on bad teams are too often bad players for right. fantasy football. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean, even if those two ha- end up having solid games, I still think Eckler and Jacobs are going to wipe wipe the floor with my running backs. I my key to victory is going to be Mark Andrews and Kamara both stepping up in the absence of Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to need Kamara to step up big time this week against Cleveland. Okay. In the cold weather, I I think he should get a lot of carries. No Mark Ingram. David Johnson looked horrendous last week. He fumbled on, like, I don't even know, five carries, four carries. It was terrible. So you got to think Kamara's going to get about 90% of the work there with net, without Mark Ingram. But if that whether or not that translates into points will remain to be seen. Jake, I'm assuming you're going to pick yourself here. Definitely picking myself. Yeah. My, my thing that I heard a bunch – I heard you say this a bunch. You're banking on a lot of guys – who haven't done it perform right i'm banking on my guys doing I mean, what they do every you, week ooh, you're did all DTN just oh no he didn't fumble no almost i mean you're you're your I team speaks for itself i don't need my guys to do all to go off i just need them to score just what do what they've been, been doing you need to avoid the bust what i will say about your raiders waller and renfro both came back last week and that has hurt me that could, I mean, if you look at the beginning of the year when Waller and Renfro were both healthy, Adams was not nearly as consistent or even as explosive from a fantasy perspective. And I'm not sure how that affected. Josh Jacobs is still a beast. I mean, I mean, what can you say about Josh Jacobs? He's just so good. Um, that does have to be my – I think my big worry this week is Devontae Adams because we've seen those weeks from him where, where he drops like three points. Yeah, he doesn't get – he gets the targets, but he just just can't get the catches. Right. They're, they're so, just covering him too tight. So but, it, it remains to be seen what Waller and Renfro means to that situation there. But And, and you bring that up. I think it could be a good thing. It could be. It very well could be. But it could also be – Derek Carr spreading the ball around more. I don't know. 
Mm -hmm. But Adams could also be more efficient in his touches that way. Um, DK against the Chiefs is just a... He's going to smash. I'm liking that. He's going to smash. He's going to smash. He's going to smash. Yeah. You guys have any more thoughts? Uh, I I think... Daniel Carlson, you know, he's going <laughs> to carry me to the dub. Yeah. I'd love to see, like, a huge monster game from him, like 20 points, and that's the difference why, maker. Why, see, why are you going to talk like that, Jeff? Because <laughs> that would be, oh, no. That's nowhere than your game. Oh, I thought it that's was. That's Ingram. Never mind. I can't see the TV that well from here. Um, all right. Unless you guys have any more to add. I don't have anything um, to add. Now, one thing I'm wondering is uh, weather. How's oh, the weather yeah, the, looking there for was, these games? There was a lot of weather issues in these games. The I think Kansas City's going to be cold as shit. So there there could be a little bit more run heavy in that game. It's going to be cold everywhere. It's There's going to be, be record-breaking cold temperatures across the country. Yeah. So that's the other thing I look at in Cleveland. I think they're going to be keeping the ball on the ground with Kamara a lot. I think they're going to be... Gosh, if the Chiefs' defense could stop anything, I'd feel a lot better about Pacheco this week. But the, if, the fact that they can't stop anything, they keep having to throw the ball, which keeps putting Jarek McKinnon in, right. in big spots. What I'm thinking is the cold <coughs> Excuse me, the cold will maybe result in lower scores across the league, but I don't think you're going to see any differences in ratio to wide receiver to running back. Um, in my experience playing football, cold games didn't change much whether you were passing or running the ball and how well you did doing that. It's just everything's a little bit slower, right? which will lead to slower offenses and less scoring. Yeah, I think all the implied totals in all these games were like low, low, yeah. low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing to announce, which I almost forgot to announce, but it's yes. a big one. It's a it's big, a big one. one. Big announcement. Um, We've been on the phone with Andrew Fink's agent, Amy Fink, for a while. Um, he has decided for his fantasy punishment, he is willing to do leg waxing, or as he so eloquently put it on the phone, leg laxing. Um, so we will each get to tear. A, nice nice a chunk nice, of Fink hair. Yeah. yeah. I'm keeping it. I'm going to oh, pin yeah, it up. Especially it. if I win the league, I'm pinning it up. I'm getting Fink's autograph on it. Yeah, um, we should put it all. We should put our strips all up on the draft board. Gonna gross people out, but <laughs> I can't wait. I love uh, you, Fink. Thank you for doing that. Also, there should be a, another slap back between Sebs and Fink. It's a tradition. Come on, it's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. Come figure on. something out. Figure something out between now and the draft. All right, uh, you guys have anything else to add? I don't have anything else? All right. It's been a thank pleasure. you all for listening. Um, can't wait to see what this week has to offer. It's the biggest week since the start of the season. Thanks for listening. Go football. The Squib Kick.